party people! Welcome once again to another holly jolly installment of the Party of One Holiday Spectacular. I am your holiday host as always, Jeff Stormer, and as is tradition on the Party of One Holiday Spectacular, I am joined once again by my good friend, Brandon Leon Gambetta, and this year we are playing Alice Kira's Holly Tech and Jolly Mancy. Holly Tech and Jolly Mancy is a Powered by the Apocalypse game about defending the North Pole on Christmas Eve, the night when Santa Claus is forced to lower his defenses to go out into the world and deliver presents to all of the children on Earth, which is also the night that the North Pole is most susceptible to threats from the outside. It is, um, if you love action movies and you love Powered by the Apocalypse games and you love Christmas, which are all three things that I adore... You will love this game. Go pick it up. Alice is a dear friend of the show, a past guest. And I'll tell you right now, Brandon and I had the best time playing this game. Go listen to it. Go buy the game. You can find more information about Holly Tech and Jolly Mancy in the show notes. Go pick up the game. You're going to love it. Brandon needs no introduction, but I'll give one anyway because he is a dear friend of the show. Brandon is the superstar designer of Passione de las Passiones, the telenovela powered by the Apocalypse Masterpiece. Brandon is also a principal player on Protean City Comics, one of the best actual play podcasts in the world. You can find Brandon on Twitter at Leon Gambetta. You can check out all of his work there. It's all linked. It's all good. You can find all of it in the show notes. Honestly, everything he does is gold. Uh, and he's one of my best friends. So, like, I, it was such a pleasure to have him back on the show for this wonderful holiday tradition. Now, two quick things before we dive in. One, a very quick plug. Uh, at the time of this recording, this is it is 4.01 p.m. on December 23rd, Wednesday. Tonight at 8 p.m. on the day of this recording, the day of this episode release, if you are listening to this moments after it is released, you have four, maybe three hours until... A very special Twitch stream. That's right. Talking Nog. A yearly tradition honoring a yearly tradition. Talking Nog is the world's foremost and to my knowledge the world's only eggnog enthusiast podcast. We take a look at the past, present, and future of everyone's favorite eggy, boozy, creamy, spicy, yuletide treat. We're going to look at some listener photos. We're going to answer some listener questions. We're going to share a few recipes. And maybe, just maybe... We're going to have a little fun along the way. Tune in tonight, Wednesday, December 23rd at 8 p.m. sharp on twitch.tv slash gmjeffstormer or head to bit.ly slash talkingnog on Christmas Day for the audio version. Thanks and happy nogging. And second, I just want to take a moment to say, no matter what you celebrate, even if it's nothing at all, I hope the end of the year brings you a chance to recharge, relax, Connect with the people that you love, whether that's your blood family, your found family, or something else altogether, even if it's over a Zoom call or a quick phone call. And I hope that when it's darkest outside, you find a little light, because to me, that's what the holidays are all about. Now, with all that said, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, uh, as is tradition, who are we to violate sacred? I mean, I technically, this is what, number five? I think so. Is uh, yeah, I think so. Like tech, we cannot. I mean, the, for for the fifth straight year, I am joined by Brandon Leon Gambetta. Brandon, thank you so much for coming back onto the party of one Christmas spectacular. Thank you so much for having me. I am. I've been looking forward to this like all through the year. I'm getting emotional just talking about how many years we've done this together. Like having a Christmas episode with you is is legitimately has just become part of my Christmas life. It's one of the things Likewise. I know and Likewise. look forward to. Likewise. Uh, I agree completely. As as with other years, uh, I'm wearing a Christmassy color. I I 
was not able to put on a Christmas sweater because I would be too hot. But uh, I've got a red uh, audio line and a nice warm nog. Yeah, hell yeah. Here's 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 to that. I've got my traditional less talk and more noggin sweater on. Love it. <laughs> and I'm ready to make some magic happen. Brandon, real quick, though, before we dive in, why don't you let the lovely people know once again who you are and what they might know you from and anything you've got going on you might want them to know about? Sure. Uh, I am the I'm a game designer and podcaster. I wrote a game called Pasión de las Pasiones, which has kickstarted and is coming to you in 2021. I'm so excited. It's a game of telenovela, drama and romance that uses the Powered by the Apocalypse engine. It's really, really good. You should check it out. I also am a host of the game design podcast, Stop, Hack, and Roll, and a GM and player on the Masks, A New Generation actual play podcast, Protean City Comics, which is a very superheroic, uh, superhero comic-based actual play that we really try to like aim for getting really comic booky, which has been a lot of fun and has included, uh, and will include more of soon, the incredible Jeff Stormer. Hell yeah, I'm very, very excited. I We've been talking about it today, and I have so many notes already about the Protean City episode that we're going to record. I'm so pumped. I am extremely hyped. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. Are we ready to, are we ready to get into this and, and, and make some holiday magic happen? I think so. We've got a couple of questions to figure out from the beginning, but let's we do. do this. I'm pumped. All right, we are playing uh, Alice, Kira's Holly Tech, and Jolly Mancy, uh, opening crawl. Christmas Eve, the big night, a year's worth of preparation all comes down to this. Not only the busiest and most anticipated evening of the year, but also the moment when the North Pole is the most vulnerable. Defenses have to be lowered to enable delivery. The best agents are preoccupied with keeping things on schedule or exhausted from last-minute preparations. And the big man himself relaxes his all-seeing eyes to focus on the task at hand. It is the most wonderful time of year, and the most perfect time for malevolent forces to strike. Love it. I'm so excited. I'm so This bummed. is going to be great. This is going to be so good. Christmas is in danger. <gasps> the North Pole's best agents are isolated in the field and exhausted from preparations. It is up to us to save Christmas. Yes, it is. Uh, so this is a Powered by the Apocalypse game. It was created for the Stop, Hack, and Roll New Year New Year Game Jam 2K17. Oh uh, it gosh. is inspired by adventure movies <laughs> like The Santa Claus, Arthur Christmas, Twas the Night, Prep and Landing, and The Ultimate Christmas Present. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna stop a villainous plot and save Christmas today. And I couldn't be more excited. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. This is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. Uh, to do that, first off, we should we make our 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 agents first, or should we come up with our villainous plot first? I I'm actually super good either way. What what does your what does your heart tell you? Let's run down the book and create our our agents first because I do want a scene of of what everyday life is like for us before uh, all heck breaks loose. Yeah, that's that's pretty traditional PBTA. So that checks out. And and traditional Christmas movie, really. Definitely. I've been watching a lot of them, and so so we're gonna roll three d six. There's a three d six table, and I'm gonna roll three d six because. That's how I live. I'm going to roll 1d6 three times. Uh, I got a reindeer that works in maintenance whose specialty is Jolly Mancy. I will be playing a Holly Tech uh, snow bear that works in scouting. So I'm a mm. stealthy scout snow bear. 
I, I'm excited about this. Okay, so I, we can definitely establish you're probably the person that discovers the threat, right? I, I feel like that makes sense, yeah. All right. So, I, I, so to ask you a question, before we roll to find out what our threat is and before we set the scene where your character discovers there is something dastardly afoot, what is an ordinary day in the life? What is your character's name pronouns and what is an ordinary day? Like, what is what is an ordinary day in their life look like when they're on the job? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a name from uh, from baby LG's stuffed animal collection. Uh, and this is this is Bud the polar bear. Bud's Bud normally the polar a raccoon. Bear. I love it. I like Bud. Uh, I, I'm going to go with he, him pronouns. Uh, and... Bud is just this, he's a big polar bear, like broad of shoulder stands, like stands taller than even a lot of the other polar bears and like really like a, a lumbering fellow until it's time to sneak. And then silent as the falling snow, he blends in most of the time he's not on duty because, uh, you know, you don't have to do a whole lot of scouting. Mm-hmm. at the north pole so he he reads a lot of books he uh does some like little some little uh whittling he yep. he's, he takes uh bits of christmas trees and whittles them into little flutes that like have never made the cut in terms of being delivered to uh to children around the world but uh sure. but he enjoys it and so he he keeps on sticking to it uh so average day gets up, has himself a nice warm nog uh, at the barracks, B-E-A-R, barracks. Sure, sure. Uh, Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, goes, reads a couple of books, uh, goes to, he goes to a choir, and uh, then if there's anything that needs to be checked out, he checks it out. Otherwise, it's uh, just cuddling up with a, with a nog and a book. Hmm. Except for the one day a year where it's go time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a real feast or famine job, right? Yeah, like it's a real it's a real ordinary drills until it's go time. Exactly. <laughs> um, I am playing Fixer the reindeer. Uh, Fixer also he his pronouns. Fixer is a senior sleigh technician for the for the North Pole's uh, transit and logistics team. Uh, Fixer has been at this job for a very, very long time. He's an older reindeer. He never landed. Uh, he never landed on the actual, uh, toy delivery team, partially because he didn't want to, uh, because he is, uh, he is not a traveler. He is a, he is a homebody. He, he does not like to, every time somebody's like, well, you should go see the world. He's like, why? I don't want to go out there. It's warm out there. Yeah. Oh, There are pirates out there. There are, and quicksand. There's quicksand. I don't want to deal with quicksand. The Bermuda Triangle? I am not getting Bermuda Triangled. (laughs) Definitely not. I have a list of things that are not going to happen to me, and Bermuda (laughs) Triangled is top of that list. (laughs) Do you want to get Bermuda Triangled? Because that's the kind of talk that gets you Bermuda Triangled. Certainly not. (laughs) No one wants to be Bermuda Triangled, and yet people keep risking it and flying over the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. So... Uh, as senior sleigh technician, it is his job to make sure that the sleigh is up and running, that the that the the bits and bridles are in place, that uh, there's ample storage for the toys, 
that the magic bag, like the magic bag does not, does not flop around because then you risk a toy falling out and then Santa's got to go get it. Yeah. And then, you know, then you've got a single dad who's just trying to get through the holidays and finds the toy and decides that he's going to deliver the toy. And then Santa Claus and the single dad have to team up and deliver the toy together. And like, that's, that's the kind of fiasco that really makes the whole department look bad. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, uh, single dad and Santa team ups have gone so poorly so many times. You know, y- you hear about the good ones. Yeah. You hear about the heartwarming ones where the single dad realizes that he's that that he he knows more about his kids than he thinks and that he's yeah. a better dad than he's let on. You don't hear about the 17 where the single dad relu- like where him and Santa are are alone in a car for an hour, they don't speak, they deliver the present and then they go their separate ways. Yeah. It's it's not the best. You don't hear about those stories, and I guarantee you they happen. Yeah. And I know they happen because every time they happen, my team gets a JIRA ticket, and then we have to hold deal with a whole ordeal. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> uh, Fixer can be found in the, like, in the sleigh garage. He's got a little dog bowl full of coffee. Excellent. Then he sips throughout the day, like he'll go and he'll lap it up and... And then he'll go and do something else. And the coffee gradually gets colder throughout the day. But it kind of keeps him from drinking too much of it. Because you know how you get when you drink too much coffee out of your dog bowl. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So I love Fixer a whole lot. I don't know if that's clear at this point or not. I I love that both (laughs) of us rolled an animal. And we went dramatically different directions. Like, I'm I'm, I'm a polar bear that has a library card. (laughs) And then you said dog bowl to drink out of. Uh, oh perfect so i think the ordinary day is he is in the he's in the in the docking bay he's got his he's got his he's got his coffee he's got you know uh at this point like uh, the sleigh is mostly loaded all of the checks have been passed you know the backup sleighs are in order Uh, this is kind of this is kind of you know the nice thing about being in the sleigh division is you you work you work you work and then by the time Christmas actually comes around, that work is already done. True, true. You're doing all your work in September, October. By the time December rolls around, you're kind of kind of good. So yeah. it's mostly just flipping through magazines and being like, "Yep, no, this is great. We're just running checks, just running checks." Everyone else is stressed out, and it's like we're just keeping it going. That now, is a magnificent panettone recipe. I'm gonna save that. Exactly. Uh, so now you rolled a Jolly Mancy character, right? Yes. Okay, so so your work is primarily in the magical sphere of things. Yes. Um, I, I, the sleigh itself, like, you would think would be Hollytech, but the truth is, like, you know, even the, even the most advanced Hollytech that we've got doesn't cover the sleigh, right? Yeah. The old, the old man, the, the old man, the big guy... He, he pushes it old school. He insists. He's been insisting for, for 2,000, as long as I've been here, a couple thousand years, he's been yeah. insisting. That sleigh's got to run on magic. Hollytech can't hold up the job. That checks out. Now, I mean, I'm not going to argue with him. I do think there's some incredible Hollytech advancements that are really going to blow his mind, but I'm also not going to complain because my degree is in Jolly Mancy, and that's going to keep me employed. <laughs> Call that job security. Exactly. <laughs> We are we're simultaneously like very heartwarming and also very corporate. <laughs> it's very funny to me. 
Okay. Um, yes. So you are out on the job. You are you are doing one of your one of your hourly patrols. When would you like to roll two d six or one d six, and I will roll the remaining dice for our. Why don't you roll the first roll the first dice? Okay, I'll roll the first dice. Give me a d six. So now we what have. we're rolling for, for reference, is uh, this is going to give us the adventure that we're going to go on and, and give us the plot that we're going to stop. We have some d6 tables. Each one gives us a GM move that we can use whenever a player rolls six or minus or anytime we feel right. This is going to give us a move that we can use against our, our characters. Uh, we've got a uh, long forgotten deity. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so that's fun. <laughs> that's very fun. Um. We have our long-forgotten deity wants to duplicate. Okay. All right. Let's see where this goes. The red-nosed reindeer. Which will drain all the love from the world. And ruin Christmas. Great. Wow. Excellent. <laughs> um, okay. I, I feel like I have the exact pitch for okay. you. Okay. Um, I gotta think about a long, a long forgotten deity. Can, can we start? Okay. All right. Opening, opening shot. Are we, are we, are we a movie? Are we a Rankin and Bass movie? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Okay. Uh, so opening shot, we have, uh, Rudolph, uh, and he's, he's, he's one of, he's like the reindeer, I think are all non-anthropomorphized. Uh, and so he's kind of like going about, or partially, in the kind of like half and half zone. Uh, so Rudolph is going about his day, and he like goes over to a mirror and is like checking his harness and everything like that, and gives his nose a couple little boop, boop, light ups, and starts to turn and is talking to another reindeer, and we see in the mirror a reflection of like a green reindeer covered mm -hmm. in like moss and bone for a moment that just like stares into the mirror for a second and then is gone and rudolph Shit. kind of like starts a little bit and goes huh what's what's and goes back to jingle jingle setting up the harnesses and i think like over his shoulder over your shoulder off pan off screen and over rudolph's shoulder he just hears hey hey don't knock those bells off balance we worked hard on those. <laughs> All right. I don't worry about a fixer. I've got this. I've got this. I'm Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, hot shot I'm Rudolph always. Yeah, yeah, you're Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, hot shot. Yeah, hot shot piece of gingerbread always out here <laughs> thinking, oh, I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. And before it gets too vulgar, we cut away. <laughs> uh, or, or do you want to, or actually, we might stay with that. I think we hover. I think I think I I fade away. So what happens is I fade away. We follow Rudolph. Uh, Rudolph is walking around. Um, we we Rudolph like goes to steps into the steps into the reindeer locker room, and we get the Top Gun shot where the like the locker closes, and Rudolph is now wearing an aviator jacket. This Amazing. is an important detail. This is extremely um, important. <laughs> Rudolph is wearing an aviator jacket. And uh, also, is it su are sunglasses too much to, to dress him fully like Top Gun or just the jacket? I was literally about <laughs> to add the aviators. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Uh, that is how Rudolph is dressed. You know, red nose is glowing. You see it reflected on the shades. It's very cool. And um, 
I think like what happens is he closes it. He he walks over. Uh, what happens is he's got the he's got the he's got the sunglasses in his mouth. He walks okay. over to the mirror to put them on. Uh, flips them up. They're flipping in midair. Looks in the mirror. Sees the sees the bony green you know nightmare reindeer for a second. Panics. The the aviators fall kind of uh, cockeyed on his face, and then he adjusts them. Is like no. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Perfect. Looking good, my friend. I I love how quickly we've gone like, and it's a it's a terrible horror thing. Oh, the the results we rolled, we have to. Yeah. Okay. That said, I do want you to know I have a twist. Like I have an ultimate twist. Uh, I, I googled something that will be very, very useful for us later. Nice. And I think I found I think I found the right answer for the secret identity of our long forgotten deity. Perfect. That's great. All right. Uh, so I think that after that we're, we cut to Bud. Uh, he's he's out there doing a scouting thing. It's supposed to be every hour. It's technically an hour 15 at this point, uh, but he's kind of lumbering around. He's in like a pair of uh, black sh- like velvet shorts with little bells on them and like a bolero jacket length uh, red uh, open Christmas sweater. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you do. And maybe a bow tie. Uh, I've just decided to just fully humanize this this guy at this point because it's additionally funny to me. It's it's never going to stop being funny. Um, and so he is sneaking with like perfect stealth as he's going on this scouting mission. Um, but this is like Rankin and Bass style, so it's kind of like jerky. Uh, and it's, you jump behind a tree, and mm-hmm. like we don't see you follow through. It's just like you've disappeared behind the tree. And then I'm out from a different tree. Yeah, exactly. Full yeah. ranking and bass. Exactly. Uh, and I think... I think uh, I have something for you at this moment. Yes, as you're okay, doing go this. ahead. Uh, you, you know, you're pretty... It's pretty late. It's pretty late. It's pretty late in your shift. You, this is not your first patrol of the perimeter. You, you peek out from behind a different tree. And for a moment, you swear you hear something. You swear you hear something and then you look and you it's there's nothing. And then the wind rustles in a way and you swear you hear something until finally like the trees shudder and everything shakes and you look overhead. And for a brief moment, um, like a full skeleton, a full skeleton sleigh and reindeer uh, come out from behind the tree tear through you like the ghost train from Ghostbusters where it like phases directly through you. As all eight of these spectral reindeer, led of course by a by a skeleton reindeer with a flaming green nose like a nightmare, <laughs> tears through you. You know, uses through you, and then you're just left standing there. Well, that was. And then you look around and they're gone. That was that was pretty weird. Um, <clears throat> and he kind of like pats himself down and uh, reaches inside the jacket, and he pulls out a a piece of like of holly tech. Uh, workmanship. Uh, okay. It's a Game Boy, yeah, like like the old fashioned Game Boy, and yep. it has uh, four uh, candy canes stuck to it to kind of make uh, antenna. And like the the buttons all have been replaced with uh, 
with sugar plums. Hmm, of course, uh, of course. And so he starts, like, he's turning it around, and, like, it has the Game Boy camera style uh, visualization as he's, like, moving it around the land, trying to, like, see if he can pick up anything, see see what's going on. Give me, uh, this sounds like, this sounds like you were employing Holly Tech to resolve an issue, so I'm going to ask you uh, to roll 2d6 plus okay. one for each yes to the following questions. Is this tech handled by your department? Yes, it is. I am a scout. Are you a certified Holly technician? Of course I am. Does this follow Christmas spirit protocols? You know what? I think protocol is to call it in. I think so. And then do the yeah. search because of uh, family tr- togetherness and everything. Sure. Uh, so I think no, but is, Bud's a loose cannon. <laughs> Bud is a very I, I, slow I'm glad, loose cannon. I'm glad that we've discovered this early. So roll me uh, 2d6 plus 2. Oh, God. One of my dice went flying. Uh, that is a... Oh, that's a 7, because it's a 5 plus 2. All right. On a 7 and a 9, the issue is solved, but your tech has a glitch. Um, I think I think the... Uh, so so I think the issue is solved means, like, I can verify something was there. You you know what, you know what was there. Yeah, you, you yeah. get an idea. Like, you confirm that what you saw was not a hallucination. Like, you know for certain what it is. Um, I, I will say the glitch is that it doesn't persist. Oh, and when you go to look at the records, there are no records of it. Like it spiked, but there's no, uh, actually I'm going to, I'm going to make it even more complicated. Nice. The, the sensor spiked on it, right? Like it picked up there. It picked up. There was holiday magic energy in the air. No holiday magic in the air, but there's no, but it didn't. Usually, like, there's a recorder that will record the area and get some, like, camera footage. None of that, like, recorded. When you look back at those timestamps, there's just, there's just static. So you have this mm. spike, but you, but you, but no, but you have no record of what caused it. You uh. saw it, but you have no record of what caused it. Sounds magical to me. Uh. And he, he like, puts the thing back in his jacket, and it fits in way better than, like, it definitely is way too big to fit inside the jacket, but... They're not going to animate a jacket that works well. No. Uh, and he goes to, like, pull out a cell phone, mm-hmm. uh, which is just, like, a standard cell phone. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And uh, starts to, like, dial it, and he's he's going to be going, like, off off screen as he's starting to say, Hey, uh, Fixer, uh, anything weird happened to you today? Uh, and I, I, I think... I'm actually going to say that I, I, w- I would love it if you didn't call Fixer because I have a setup for this. Sure. Yeah, cool. Um, so I'll, I think I'll he, call, should I call back to the home base for I the I think you're calling back element? to, I think you're calling back to HQ, your superior, whose name is, uh, whose name is, is, is Grizzles. Nice. Uh, is Grizzles, Grizzles a growler bear? Yes. Nice. Uh, Grizzles the growler bear uh she is she's your boss and she is you know no one has been at this longer right like no yeah nick nick fury who's that i don't i don't know them um in fact she has the eye patch she's very much a nick fury (laughs) motif here um and i think we cut to the north pole uh post post sleigh run or post Post-departure Christmas party. Oh, okay. Um, oh, no. <laughs> things just got uh, so much more complicated. <laughs> uh, the sleigh is off in the air. 
and the sleigh is off. I think no, actually, the sleigh is not off in the air because we need that ticking clock, right? Okay. So, but but I still think this is the office Christmas party. Nice. Uh, it's gotta, happening. Got to keep it corporate for some reason. <laughs> uh, Fixer is sitting in the corner, uh, like laughing at some at some at some some mint water. I don't know what reindeer drink or what's safe for reindeer to drink. Don't at me. It's Christmas. <laughs> uh, lapping at like a holiday cocktail. And, like, is sitting and feel, looks out of place, right? Like, he's just not really feeling the spirit of the mm. season. Yeah. When he hears, uh, he hears some arguing over the phone. And this is what you hear of, like, well, if you don't have a record of it, like, you got to bring, you, I, I need hard evidence if you're going to, if you're going to present something like this to me. You know that. I, I, I know. Uh, I'm just, I, I did the scan and uh, nothing's, nothing came up on the scan. It, it beeped. It, it went blip blip, and and what and what happened to the cameras? Uh, the cameras uh, fuzzed briefly. They fuzzed F- briefly. It's it's a Game Boy camera. I I know it's a Game Boy camera, but that is 1998's hottest Christmas present. It should be working perfectly. Yeah, uh, 64 pixels turned into 32 pixels, and I didn't <sighs> see anything. But uh, 32 pixels. But there, what is this? The Stone Age. There, there just weren't any. I, 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 I'm telling you, I saw it and it, it blipped, and there was nothing look, in it. Look, I like you. No, oh, I like you too. You're, you're good. You're a good scout. You're a good agent. We're oh, happy to have you boss. on the team. Well, thank yeah, you. This is really nice. <laughs> this is. Uh, I think she's a little disarmed by the. Ch- look, you're tired. You, you come. It's the oh, party. I am. Take take off a few hours early. It's the party. Come have a drink. Relax. Don't stress so much. You're oh. going to give yourself an ulcer, assuming bears can get ulcers. Uh, assuming so. And I think, I think, um, and he, he kind of like, he, he's, he's like the, the, this, this movie is very short. He has to get into that party like immediately. Oh Yeah. We uh, cut to because I think what we I think we we what happens is we cut to we see Fixer's head like over the doorway to to Grizzles's office. Nice, and then slowly peel away, and then he hears another jingling, and he goes, "Rudolph, I swear!" And one of the sleighs is gone. <gasps> oh, awesome! Yeah, so we've got uh, so there are this is Santa, you know. He's mm-hmm. got himself more than one sleigh. No, of course. It would be ridiculous for him Whole to have fleet. just one sleigh. Whole fleet. Uh, it's like Tony Stark-esque in this uh, in this thing of just like sleigh, 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 all different models and makes and everything. Uh, but I think I think it's uh, I think it's is it the one that was planned for tonight? Oh, it's definitely the one that was planned for tonight, right? Oof, it's the most. It's loaded. gotta be. It's got it's got the presents on it. Yeah, it's it was it's already got the loaded. Presents, fully loaded, fully set up, uh, and like these things are not you. You don't just hop in one and and hit the go button. This isn't Elf. It, it takes some calibration to get one of these things going. Um, and I think like there's a moment where he turns back to the party and he and he thinks about it. I can't ruin everybody's Christmas. I can't. I can't do this to everybody. Um, and he closes his eyes and he breathes and he breathes out and like snow and, and glitter and tinsel kind of come out in like a little cloud. 
he's going to use some jolly mancy to try and unearth what, like what happened here. Very nice. All right. So we're going to have a roll of 2d6 plus one for each of the following questions. Mm-hmm. Do your natural gifts aid you? I'm going to say, yes, this is my division. Cool. Uh, are you a trained jolly mancer? I am a trained jolly mancer. It's why they keep me around. Does this spread holiday cheer? I am going to be so bold as to say I think it does. Okay. You're right. Because I, you... I, I'm, I'm letting everyone else have their holiday cheer. Uh, I am very good with that. Go ahead and roll plus three. Uh, that's an eight. Can All I right. ask you, can I ask you, can we do make this a, make this an ask so many questions move? Absolutely. How many uh, questions do you want me to ask you? So on a, uh, on a 10 plus, you would have asked, uh, three questions okay. and you get to answer one on a seven to nine. You ask two questions. Uh, you answer one and I answer the other. Okay. And I have to be mean. That's it's fair. Required. That's fair. Um, the question that I want to answer is uh, I'm going to ask you the question. Yeah, I, I, I think I want to answer the question first and cool. say, can I glean who took the sleigh and say, yes, I, I get a picture of skeletons and of um, I get a picture of skeletons in, in work suits and uh, and we see the reindeer again and the nightmare reindeer like locks eyes with me and shakes me to my core. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't like this at all. And the question that I'm going to ask you. I'm trying to think of what question I want to ask you. You can hold it also if you need to. I, I want to ask you. Is this something. I want to ask what's the best way. What's the best way to stop whatever this is. And give me the give me the mean answer. Ooh. Let's okay. set some stakes. Let's set some stakes. Here. Let's set some stakes. Okay. There is no solving this. There is no solving this from the ground. You're going to need to, like, directly... There's no, like, magical way around it. You Mm. need to get to the sleigh in order to even start. And you need to really be able to, like, drive home the real meaning of Christmas. Okay. Once there. Once there. Yeah, so, like... Long distance. Jolly Mancy has a lot of like these long distance kind of things you can do. Yeah. Um, as well, we know like the, the divination, the, uh, uh, powering a sleigh to travel the entire earth in an evening. Exactly. Like this is something that, that has to be done in, in reindeer. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I think, um, where are you when I come back to the party? Okay. So Bud is, uh, in, uh, he's at the party, obviously he's, he's kind of like leaning on a big candy cane. Uh, and he's got, uh, whipped cream and cinnamon, like all, all in his whiskers. <laughs> uh, cause he's been having like, he, he's got like a big, like huge mug of, uh, of Nog. That's like mm-hmm. more meant for like the snow giants. Yeah. Uh, but He's a big guy. He can handle it. And he definitely cannot handle it. He cannot handle it. Uh, and so he's just there and he's saying like, and so, uh, it, it went whoosh right through me. Uh, yeah. Just right through me. Like, uh, 
like a like a five year old through wrapping paper. It was just shoof, there and gone. And uh and and my 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 uh Describe holy- the sleigh. What? Describe the sleigh. And like, like I am I am just I am so like frozen faced. I'm like, describe the sleigh. Did what not what it did, what it looked like. This is So a sleigh, it's like um it's got swoopy things on the Not just sides. what a sleigh is, what this sleigh looked like. Oh, it's but you need in... to but you what? need to listen to me. Huh. <laughs> and I bring up my like, I bring up my hoop my hoof and I'm like pointing it at my eyes like you need to listen to me. You need to you need I need you here. And and Bud is just like because he's a bipedal <laughs> uh polar bear, he's just like so much taller. <laughs> and he's trying to like hunch himself down to kind of like make this work, but it's kind of just like an awkward sort of dance up and forth. Uh and he says, "Okay, uh it had a skeleton, a big scary skeleton reindeer in the front and it had some bones and uh it was just uh real ghostly real real spooky ghost stories kind of situation like christmas is long long ago of course of, of course we're all familiar with the, the scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of christmas is long long ago exactly Great story bud great great story everybody um i think it is almost time for the pie eating contest, uh, everybody don't don't Ooh. don't you don't want to miss out. Bud, can I talk Ooh. to you over here? What? What? Ooh. <laughs> and he just like gets dragged along. <laughs> um, so, and, what's and going on? I think Bud like walks you back and have starts you got a con- pie strategy. I'm gonna cast a little more jolly mancy here. Oh. To try right. and like, uh, this is, I'm trying to mind meld with you is what I'm trying to do here. Okay. Uh, so do your natural gifts aid you? They do not. Are you a trained jolly mancer? I am. And does this spread holiday cheer? This does not. Okay. It's just a plus one. That is still a 10 though. Oh boy. Okay. Good. I was worried um, about what the sacrifice would be. I, I, we walk back. So we walk back. We're walking towards the bay. And I'm asking you these questions. I'm like, I'm like, what, where, where were you? Which tree was it? You know, how many reindeer? Was there a Rudolph? And I'm peppering you these questions. And as we're, as we're walking, the snow starts to fill in around us and the trees that you are hiding behind. And suddenly it's as though we're right back there, except you, except you are alone in front. And I'm like, just wait. I know this place. This is my old schoolhouse. No. I may I may be confused. I think, uh, and I and I think like as I'm just like staring at you, like hoof halfway in the air, the sleigh comes back down and tears through you. And for a moment, like I see the scroll work on the side of it. Oh, nice! I'm like, that's air sleigh one. What? Air sleigh one doesn't have a whole bunch of bone reindeer on it. It doesn't, but that that scroll work, I. I would I I would recognize that anywhere. I wrote my I wrote my college thesis on that scroll work. It's So you think someone stole Santa's sled? I don't I don't think, bud. And and suddenly we're back in the in the docking bay. The sleigh is gone. There's a little bit of ribbon on the on the ground. My old schoolhouse. What look, if I if if we do this, if I if you help me save Christmas here, yeah. I will take you to your old schoolhouse. <laughs> I, I just keep expecting it. Just, 
Because you're doing these, like, Ghost of Christmas Past things and just swooping me around no you know what now that you spell it out i i i get it and i'm i'm, I'm okay. seeing i'm seeing where you're coming from so i want to apologize to you for maybe jumping at you i'll, I'll be honest i i just i it's very swoopy and i close my eyes each time so you think you're gonna open them and see a schoolhouse sure because that's what they tell you you're gonna that's see. what they tell you you're gonna see a, yep. your, your old schoolhouse yep no i now that you've laid it out i i kind of feel like a jerk if i'm being honest no no you're good you're good We'll get there later. It's, we don't we'll even get there. need we'll to get go there. there. We'll get there. It really doesn't matter. Um, and I think, and like I point out that the sleigh is gone. <laughs> this the gifts are gone. I love this character so much. Brandon, never do not apologize for this wonderful character. It In Rankin and Bass, it's very important to have one character that really has it together. Yep. And one who really doesn't. It's true. You're yeah. you're exactly right. And I'm happy to fall into the role of the character that has it together. Yeah. Especially <laughs> especially because I feel like I'm quickly going to be out of my element in a little bit. Um we can't we can't tell anybody. Okay. Hey, can you imagine the crisis level that this place would undertake? Can you imagine it would we can't we can't spread Christmas cheer if we don't feel it ourselves. That's true. And Christmas is a time for telling the truth. It's time for telling you the truth. You just told it. Exactly. I, I don't want... I was here. Were, were you here uh, seven years ago when the status went from green to red? I was... I... It was before my time. It was very nice, actually. The red lights are just as pretty as the green ones, but everyone got real stressed out. So, uh, we gotta solve this ourselves. Let's do this thing. And clap my hooves together. Okay. And I think I think it's on us. It's on us to save Christmas. I think it's time for us to steal a sled. Does that I sound think it right? Is. That sounds right. I think okay. we're both gonna have to roll for this because I think as much as I talk, as much as I talk about the sled being jolly mancy, I think there's a little bit of both. Okay. I think they've outfitted them all like pretty heavily with Holly Tech to supplement the jolly mancy. It sounds good. Um, but I think I think even before we get there, we're going to have to get past uh, Grizzles. Yeah, I think I think um, she's she's in the uh, she's like in the hangar. I think she uh, appears behind us in a, in a Batman Nick Fury move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to have her like. <laughs> like smoking a mistletoe <laughs> cigarette like secretly. <laughs> oh, oh, she's still smoking the mistletoe cigarette, but okay. she's, she's appeared behind us, you know, in her mouth, in her mouth, Nick Fury style, big, yeah. big mistletoe stogie sticking out. What do you two think you're doing? Uh, hey, Grizzles. <laughs> Look for yourself, Big Bear. Uh, I'm just at the party. Got my nog. Got my friend here, Fixer. You know Fixer? Yeah, we've met. How you, how you, how you been, Grizzles? Been all right. What are you two doing hanging around here? Take a look for yourself. And I gesture over my shoulder and there's no, the sleigh is not there. And she just immediately, like, grabs both of us by the face with like a hand with a paw, a hand mm-hmm. with a paw over each of our mouths and just like pulls us into a shadow and it just goes 
what the jingle bells is going on? That's the big man's sleigh that's missing. Where did you two take it? We didn't, we didn't take it. cotton-headed ninny muggins. Where did you take it? That's the thing from Alf, right? Yeah. Okay. We didn't. You need to listen to me. Um, I think you're. I think you're trying to overcome an obstacle here. I think so. Are you? Uh, do you? Are you using? I think this is more jolly. Is jolly is talking to someone more jolly, Mansi? I think so. I think especially because like I kind of want to, you know, like my my word is law type situation. You know, kind of. Oh wait, your like, word is law type situation. Yeah, like like you need to listen, and then like it echoes out and. Like it that. becomes like a like a burst of magic. Okay, because I was Cause gonna say that because like I feel like more. I feel like Jolly Mancy seems more emotional, and Holly Tech seems more like authoritative. Okay, then let's roll Holly. But if you're using, but if you're using magic, I feel like that ties in. No, I, I'll roll Holly Tech. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to be the authority here and be like, no. I, I think that, I think that's Holly Tech. I'm sorry. All right, all right. I know that's rougher. Is this handled by your department? This is handled by department. Hmm. Are you a certified Holly technician? I am not. Does this follow Christmas spirit protocols? 100% no. Oh no. <laughs> Roll plus one. That's an eight. That's an eight. Okay. Um, so on a seven to nine, the issue is solved, but uh, technology is going to have a glitch. Uh, I think I've got it. Okay, go for it. Um, So she like, she is, is definitely like emotional about this, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she sees that like you, you're on the sleigh team, you know, mm-hmm. you're not on the sleigh team, but you're on the sleigh team. Yeah. Uh, and she, the, the glitch is going to come in in a second. We're going to come back to it. Okay. She says, you, you have it under control. I would love to tell you yes, but I'm going to tell you I will. Okay. Do you need any support other than this one? And she gives a nod towards Bud. And I kind of, I throw a, I, I throw a smile and I think we get like, what's, what's Bud doing as we're having this like intense heart to heart? Um, Bud, Bud has realized that he like smeared a, uh, uh, Oh, what what are those uh, peanut butter chocolate can like cookie candies? Oh, I know the bullseye. ones. Bullseye, yeah. Uh, he's realized that he's like smeared a bullseye into his fur, and he's kind of like trying to like pick it out and get at it, but he's got just like big furry paws, and so he's just got like peanut butter just all down his front and on his paws and in his <laughs> whiskers. Uh, he he kind of like missed part of the conversation, and he looks up and he goes. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. I think a. I. I. There's not a better. There's not a better agent out there to do what we need to do today. All I can ask from you, Grizzles, is for old times' sake, keep things calm out there. And she nods at that, and says, "We'll keep it at green." That's all I can ask. And. How do reindeer, how do like reindeer, like fist bump, or, you know, like, is there like a reindeer yeah. version of that? Um, I think it's like a headbutt. Like I put down my head and my antlers are out and I'm like, let's go. And yeah. And, and she does it. She does it like a little awkwardly. 
Um, there's like more nose action than there should be. Uh, but, but she does it. Yeah. And then she turns and says, all right, you've got it. And she turns and starts like lumbering over towards the party. All right. And here's where we're going to see the glitch. All right. In the background of this scene, we see there's two elves Mm -hmm. that are kind of like flirtatiously canoodling. Yep. And, uh, and they are, they kind of like stumble past towards her office. Okay. Which has the big wall of screens that they, they do like overall scouting and monitoring of the outside area. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, they hit a button, don't they? Oh yes, they do. I hit a button, they turn on screens. Like I think Grizzles gets back halfway back to her, halfway back to her station and she's like super calm, and then just hell breaks out. Yeah, and um, like it is a full on riot because like the screens turned on as we were talking. A big picture of the big big picture of the of the no sleigh. It is now set to it is now set to green and red striped, which is oof. of course even worse than red. That is the yeah, worst of outcome. Um, yeah. And she just pauses and turns back, and she's like, "I did what I could." She's like, "I I." I'll do what I can. You got to go. Bud just reaches and picks up Fixer, uh, which is definitely slower than both of them <laughs> running at the same time. Uh, and just I like, don't, I, I make no effort to, t- I'm just like, okay. You ever pick up a cat that like clearly does want to be picked up and is just, but at the same, and so like, they don't, they don't put up any effort to like fight or move. They just kind of like, but they also like don't like quite curl up to you. They just sort of, <laughs> yeah, just legs dangling. <laughs> like this is, and they like are clearly happy, but it's just a sense of like, <laughs> well, I'm here right. <laughs> and this is my life now, and it's okay. <laughs> that's 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 Vixen. Just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and uh, and so Bud just like rushes over to a to a sleigh. Uh, why don't you tell me? Do you want to tell me a good thing or a bad thing about the sleigh? I will tell you a bad thing about the sleigh. Okay. Uh, the bad thing about the sleigh is this one was... Do you know the worst sleigh in the lot? Yeah. It's the one that was used last year. Mm. Like, there is no worse sleigh in the fleet. Okay. It takes at least two years because of the amount of strain that gets put on the sleigh when it's used on the job. Yeah. The one that actually gets picked, it, like for the next like two years, it's the worst sleigh that's left. Yeah, because like it's got it goes across the world in a night. Like it's it's broken down and that's covered in soot. It's the only one that we can like comfortably, the only one that we could probably like comfortably like get to without like protocols, without breaking into somebody's office and like stealing like you know flight logs and all the other equipment. Yeah is going to be the one that is in such disrepair that we could probably hotwire it. Yeah, because also, nobody thinks this will fly again. Exactly. You don't fly around the world in a night and then a year later do it again. Right, like it takes it takes years of, it's more kept around for like, for historical purposes and to, as they try to restore it to move it to the sleigh museum. Exactly, so you can walk by and go like, this oh, is why that we're was, doing the work. That was 2019, that was a beautiful year. Yeah, that's why we do it. That's why we do it. Um, the good thing about it is that this sleigh is so ridiculously fast. Oh, God. It was a 
Well, and the, and the reason is because this was that that was the year of the Great Krampus race. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. As as we as we as as we we come to this lay, we get just a poster shot. What is what it what is one detail that we see on the poster for the holiday special Santa Claus and the Great Krampus race? Oh man, it's it's the poster advertising it so we can't show them like on the podium. Uh but it has it has like the um the two of their faces like really close to each other with like the outline uh of like so you've got like a big beard and like uh, like the the gnarled features mm-hmm. of Krampus on the other side, and I I think I think the poster also has a shot of the Krampus sleigh, which is uh like styled up like uh styled up like the car from uh, Death Proof, where it's got a big skull on it, <laughs> uh, and Krampus is wearing like a Racer X style like race car driver outfit. Incredible. But no, like mask on, so you see his big Krampus face. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Um, yeah, this was this was the sleigh used in the Great Krampus race. <laughs> oh, uh, as long as it gets us going, it was just the closest one I saw. Uh, and he like puts you down inside the sleigh, um, and climbs up himself. Uh, yeah, Ma- magic is just about burned out of this one. You think you can? Uh, you ever hot wire a sleigh before? Have I ever hot-wired a sleigh before? No. Well, there's uh, a first time. Well, there's a first time for everything. And I elbow, <laughs> I elbow, like, a box and a bunch of wires fire out, fall out. Um, and Bud just, like, sticks his nose into it. And, like, his full face is, like, basically inside, like, this glove compartment style thing with his mm-hmm. paws kind of, like, trying to work their way in as well. Uh, and he's gonna go ahead and just try to, like reroute the the so the the christmas magic is what powers Mm -hmm. it normally uh but there's also uh a system for there's a hydraulic system for the bottom so that you don't like destroy people's wolves yeah you don't want to destroy people's roofs when you come down and so he's just gonna like reroute that uh through um what's a good piece of tech it's gonna reroute that through um uh it's a, it's a it's the um it's the air bubble generation system what mm, it does perfect. is it creates it creates like it is a series of like positioned like fans that essentially blow in such a way uh i don't know how aeronautics work please don't at me um this is magic <laughs> it's christmas uh yeah. but it creates it creates the kind it creates a sort of air bubble that allows santa claus to ride it yeah. Without like getting windburn on his face. Like he still right. wears the goggles, but like he doesn't get windburn on his face because like there are fans blowing that like create this sort of momentum bubble. Right. Because he needs to be able to be heard by the reindeer. Yeah. When he shouts like on Dasher on Dancer. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm going to just reroute that to basically instead of protecting us, <laughs> shoot air behind us. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and I think I am going to like close my eyes and start whispering a little story to like guide us to where we are. And here's what I, here's what I want to call for. If I may call for a double move, a rare mm. double move. Um, this is going to be a hold three move. Okay. 10 plus we can hold three. Okay. Seven and nine. We hold seven and nine. We hold uh two. Okay. Uh, on a miss, we still hold 
on a miss, we hold, uh, do you prefer we hold one and something bad happens or we hold two or, or we hold two and something bad happens? Or do you have another idea for what a miss would be? Or maybe misses hold zero about, and then something bad happens. How about on a miss, we hold one, but as soon as the hold is spent, catastrophe hits. I like that. I really like that. All right. And then on a seven and nine, I'm going to say like uh, a move, a move is triggered. You hold okay. two, but a move, but a move is triggered. Perfect. I so, like this uh, element of PBTA design on the fly. This is great. It's great. I love doing that stuff. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to roll Jolly Mancy. You're going to roll Holly Tech. Uh, we're going to have our hold moves. And what we're going to use those hold moves for is uh, this is going to get us to the sleigh with the with the big boss who I would love to introduce because I've been doing some Googling and I found the funniest option. Perfect. Uh, and my guess is that this is like hold that we'll spend to do for like different maneuvers. Yeah. I think what we'll do cool. is this will get this, this is the, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of basing this a little bit on the, uh, the, the prep move from the sprawl mm, where yes, it's like, okay. where it's like you roll and that deter and like in the things that you roll or a positioning roll in like a uh, forge in the dark game where the hold yeah. that we're going to spend is, we kind of go back and forth and we spend it to set the stage and like pick the things that are going to give us the advantage in the situation. Great. Like set the stage in a way that like, it, that like we're in a spot to confront this thing. You know what I mean? So the more hold yeah. we get, the better prepped we are and the more catastrophe and or moves we trigger, the worse, the, the worse things are. Cause the more that the, the, the boss can kind of set. Perfect. So, right, why don't, so why don't we actually, uh, can we can, with that in mind, can we change? The, I think I might want to propose a change to the move. Sure. If it's, if it is, if, 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 if the hold that we generate is generated in inverse for the boss, for the GM. Okay. So we hold, so if we hold one, the GM holds three. And that means that the, that the monster that we're facing, the, the eldritch horror gets to lay out three disadvantages three that we yeah. have. Okay. If so on a hold, 10 plus, if we hold three, it picks one advantage that it has. Yeah. And if we get a seven to nine, then it's two and two. We, we both pick two. Cool. I think, this, right. I think that's going to be really, I think that's going to be really solid. Uh, me too. All right. So, uh, are we rolling it together or we're rolling let's, two separate times? Let's roll two separate times because I cool. want to I want to lay these things out because we're going to have the confrontation. Uh, we know the confrontation is happening on the sleigh. Yeah. So like we will go and then you'll pick your two advantages. I'll pick the two disadvantages and then we'll hand off. Great. All right. So uh, do your natural gifts aid you? Uh, do my natural gifts aid me? Not this time. Are you a trained Jolly Mancer? I am a trained Jolly Mancer. Does this spread Christmas? Does this spread holiday cheer? This is going to spread holiday cheer, right? We're going to see the sleigh. It's going to crash into the other sleigh and we're going to we're going to save Christmas. Sounds good. So that's a roll plus two. All right. That is a six, seven, eight. <laughs> you, you said six and I got worried. That is. An, All right. So uh, that's going to be two and two. Yeah. So the two advantages that I want are um, we are we are we are flying alongside each other in a way that it is fairly easy to jump back and forth. Okay. So we have so there's enough ground for us to like move around, for us to to to, to undertake actions like it's not like it, there's there's space to move, we're not cramped on one sleigh. 
Okay. And I think the other advantage that we have is, uh, I'm going to say the element of surprise. I don't think they know we're coming. Nice. What are the two disadvantages? I'm sorry, I'm pulling a reference real quick. Okay. Uh, one of the disadvantages is that we are, uh, we have not caught them right away. Mm. We've gotten like a little bit below the Arctic Circle. Mm. And so we are above the uh, the tiny Christmas-loving town of Smirensburg. Okay. Uh, where, of course, people will be watching the sky tonight. Yeah. Because they're they're looking out for uh, Claus. Of course. Santa Claus. Yeah. Of course. They, as they do every year. As they do every year. Uh, and the second disadvantage... The second is the second disadvantage. Oh no! I shouldn't make it a. I should make it a, a jolly mancy style disadvantage. Um. The the like the necrotic reindeer. Mm-hmm. Uh, every step that they take, uh, sets underneath it this like green, uh, green flaming ice mm. that just like drops down. And we see it, like, hit a tree, and the tree just, like, shrivels and mm. uh, collapses to the ground. Okay. And so, every, right. like, every further foot they go, the more chaos they'll spread. Okay. I love that. Give me, your, right. give me your holly tech roll. Sounds good. Uh, do you want to ask the questions, or should yeah. I? Uh, is this handled by your department? No. <laughs> Are you a certified holly technician? Yes. Does this follow Christmas spirit protocol? no all right give me a plus give me a 2d6 plus one this is the plus one is kind of my uh it feels like that's where you that's where you're living and i'm here for it yeah oh my gosh i got a nine plus one hell yeah all right um i would love to lay out the disadvantage right up front do it uh they have a hostage brendan oh no they have a hostage The, the big man has not shown up in this story because he is he is he is he is tied up in the sleigh next to the eldritch horror <laughs> who is piloting who is who is driving the uh driving the the, the sleigh incredible <laughs> you won't get away with this <laughs> oh that's terrible okay uh advantages um the the sleigh, normally before the sleigh would take off, there would be the ribbon tying event, and that hasn't happened yet. Mm, okay. So there's like, behind the sleigh, there's all of these billowing ribbons that are, first off, making a beautiful image in the sky. Yep, sure. But also could be used to try to control the sled if we can yeah, get some yeah, yeah. grasp on it. Um, An additional, man, I need to come up with two more. Uh, the, what weakness does this sleigh have that they don't know, or that their sleigh, what yeah. weakness do they not know about? Okay. Um, so this has been, this has been a very difficult year. Mm-hmm. And so the requirements of naughty and nice have been adjusted slightly, mm. uh, to allow more naughty behavior, okay. uh, because we could all use a break right now. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so this is a like heavier sled and like a with a bigger load of presents, and so it, it takes turns <coughs> really slowly. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 And you know, I'm going to do a little bit of uh, preparing ahead of time that might not help us to get the thing, but might help us to, in case things go really badly. The uh, the presents do ha- are are held together with like a properly tied sack. Mm-hmm. Because last year the sack was not super, uh, wasn't super strongly held together, and we did lose uh, several Nintendo Switches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this year there's PS5s in there, and PS5s are big and heavy. They are not, no, and, and people are not going to be happy if those toys get lost. Yeah, and so, like, it is very tightly secured, and it has, like, a parachute if things go wrong. All right. So we find ourselves flying next to this sleigh, and we come face to face with the Eldritch Horror. Uh, this I'm so is, excited. Um, this sort of large, misshapen, uh, like large hulking skeleton figure, Lo- you know, um, very much not Jack Sparrow-ish, very much like a, like big giant bones and a very kind of like ogre-ish, right? Like, uh, nice. and is wearing. This the like tattered on the edges, very Hulk style is wearing a gray pinstriped business suit and black tie (laughs) Uh, and is thrashing and thrashing and saying down with December 25th, down with December 25th, October 16th forever. People will remember this is the worst Christmas ever. And then my day, my day will be the only holiday that matters. It is time for all of you working peons to recognize that the only true holiday is boss's day. Oh, God. (laughs) It's phenomenal. I, I, I specifically Googled corporate fake holidays and Boss's Day was at the top oh of the list. God. And I was like, why? What's the worst holiday you can think of? Yeah, that's who that's who we want to be. What's the, the true meaning of Boss's Day? The true meaning of Boss's Day is work harder. The true meaning of Boss's Day is don't take your don't take your coffee break. Boss makes a dollar. I make a dime. That's why Boss's Day. That's why Boss's Day is great. <laughs> Phenomenal. Um, so who's steer? You you don't have hands. I don't. So I think I'm probably steering the yeah. ship. Would be my guess, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it it is not. I think it isn't graceful. No, God, no. I mean, just partially because the sleigh is broken down, and partially yeah. because like you are not a trained pilot. I, I'm not a trained pilot, and it is not being flown by Christmas magic. Yeah. It's being flown by, like, bursting air behind <laughs> us. We're like, and, like, starting to fall, and then, Can you steady this thing for two seconds? No. <laughs> I just thought I would ask. Um, But, you know what? Actually, I'm going to try to steady this thing for two seconds. All right. If you can steady this thing for two seconds, I'm pretty sure I can, I'm pretty sure I can make a leap. I have a, I think I can, I think I can, I can get onto their sleigh and, and maybe I'm thinking if we can free, if we can free the big guy, it won't be easy because we'll have to tear right through big boss. But what do you think is, what, did you, start? what do you think is the mascot of boss's day? <laughs> like a, oh, I don't even know. 
Uh, I'm trying to think. So I so oh, world's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, Brandon, I I, I don't. It, it's not this, but okay. I am gonna drop. I am gonna drop a URL in in the chat, and please tell like. I need to actually like pull this image. There you go. Brandon, I need you to see the image that I found and I'll describe it. I I feel like I found maybe the most mascotish representation of of Boss's Day that has the most unintentional energy of like, who boy that who boy, that's that's unfortunate. Oh boy. <laughs> Alright, so um so it is a picture from Mickey Mouse from the Mickey from Mouse Mickey Travel, Travel Facebook page, and it says "Happy Bosses Day," and it's a picture of Mickey Mouse, and he's pulling on his golden tie, <laughs> which is a connotation that I don't think the lovely people at Mickey World Travels Facebook group intended. No, yeah, it definitely looks like he's about to take off his tie. <laughs> I don't believe that they intended to represent Mickey Mouse as the ultimate manager. <laughs> So lucky to have an amazing boss, <laughs> like Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse shape. Good. Um, yeah. So um, uh, try to steady this thing. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's do this. Um, this is <laughs> this is not my department. Nope. Um, I am a certified Holly technician. Correct. And I don't think this follows Christmas spirit protocols. It doesn't feel like it. Yeah. You know what? Let's go for broke. I am setting up for ramming. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm trying. Gonna try to take like, like basically like sideswipe it to like really give you a chance to get on and also yeah. maybe knock them off course a little. Yeah. And they don't know we're coming, so I think you're able to do this pretty comfortably. Like I think I think if you can if you can do it, I think I think we're in a position where you can ram. Uh, it'll yeah. burn. It'll burn the advantage that we have that we have the element of surprise. But I think you're in a position where you can ram w- without compromising the structural stability of our sleigh. Yeah, that is a nine plus one. Hell yeah! You've been rolling hot today. I've been rolling. So, I, I can't. If I could rec- recommend the cartel dice, they're uh, rolling real nicely for me. Um, I think. What I will say is, yeah, you ram, you knock the thing off, and uh, I think Santa Claus comes tumbling out of their sleigh and lands magically in our sleigh. <laughs> oh, and um, like as we hit, there's um, there are uh, there's like candy cane hooks that can come mm-hmm. out of our sleigh that are meant for like buildings that the roof isn't stable enough to yeah. park on. So like, you like hang off of the gutter instead. Uh, and those just like immediately like latch on to uh, to the bosses, to the mm-hmm. big bosses, uh, not the big, not our not big our boss. boss, not our big boss, <laughs> the big bosses slay. Uh, yeah. And he turns and is like, how dare you? You need to send a meeting notice. Um, and I think, um. Uh, I am, I, I quickly, I quickly untie, uh, Santa Claus's, like, the ropes around his wrists, and he grabs hold of the handles of the sleigh, and I'm like, Santa Claus, you drive this thing. I, I have an idea. We need to, we need to drag this thing off course, and we need to do it quick. As long as they've got a Rudolph, the sleigh is gonna go exactly where they want it to. 
I believe in you, son. Ho, 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 ho. Move over, bud. And he, like, comes over and comes to sit down and, like, adjusts his, adjusts his beard and his hat, pulls on some driving gloves. And I am gonna, I'm gonna do what uh, Fixer in his many, many years never thought he would do. I'm gonna fly. Oh, no. Let's go. Uh, my natural gifts... I think they do aid me. I am, I am, a, I am a, a, a North Pole reindeer. This yeah. is, this is, this is, this is in, this is, this is in our essence. Uh, I am a trained jolly man, sir. This is not going to spread holiday cheer, though. Yeah, I think that's a plus two. That is an 11. That is a, that is a nine plus two, 11. I, I fly, like, I, I jump and I fall and the people of our small Christmas loving village, <laughs> oh no! Let me see me and then I'm off into the sky and I'm, I, I'm coming back around and I'm off in a cloud and I disappear and the the Santa the the Rudolph nightmare like flashes green fire left and right and then I just fall right on top of them and start bashing with my hooves like you little skeleton so and so cut back to you and Santa Claus and it's Oh no. Uh and but at that point I didn't I didn't I don't teach I don't teach you all that kind of language, right? That's not me. No, that's that's from DVDs. Oh I gotta do They're rough. Yeah. We're gonna have to have a talk. That's mostly the parents, to be honest. That's not even the kids. I don't even understand I don't those those ones don't even make sense together. He, he, it's too many times watching Die Hard. It's not a Christmas movie. It's just a movie that takes place on Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. You're going to get hate mail now. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I, 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 bring it. Do at me. I dare you. <laughs> Watch me flex my, my block button. Bring it. Anyway. I love die, I love Die Hard. I do I think they give it as a Christmas movie. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> me me too. All right. me too. Me too. But also like the people that are like it's the best Christmas movie. They're wrong. Though they are wrong. They are 100 yeah. percent wrong. Th- yeah. There's th- that is our nuanced take is that is that it is a Christmas movie. But the people that are that say that are saying that because oh it's not actually they're saying it because they don't actually think it's a Christmas movie. Exactly. All right. Um. And so wait, should you and I say? the uh the name of the best i'm trying to find the name of it why can't i find the name of it uh that's because uh i mean brandon it's it's the christmas bounty starring mike the miz mizanin from 2013 wwe phil's production do you and i disagree on the best christmas movie what is the best christmas movie muppet family christmas oh yeah small family christmas duh obvious phew um um so, so that aside, what are so I think as as that's happening, like I am and, and the, the sleigh is tumbling out of the air as I am tackling. I am I am I, I am on quickly unrasting, unrattling the 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 fast like, like I'm unfastening the bridles and the and the hatches and the like all of this, the 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 things connecting evil Rudolph to the thing. And I'm smashing. Yeah. And it's 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 a it's Rankin and Bass, which is surprisingly dark and violent. And also it's a skeleton. So, like, I'm cracking bones. Like, yeah, bones are flying. It's a pretty violent <laughs> fight. Scene. Um, And I think I think, oh, the um, this is a game where the villains get moves when you do uh, when you hit them, I think like masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And so, so the boss like sees this happening and there's definitely like a, a recognition for a minute that things might be going poorly and their plans might be mm-hmm. uh, self-destructing. And so, of course, what they're going to do is cause as much chaos as they can and then declaim responsibility. Yeah. Uh, in that tradition. Sure. Yep. <laughs> uh, and so he just turns the sleigh right towards the middle of Smearinsburg where there's like there's carolers mm-hmm. standing around the tree like it is it is so it is very holly jolly there 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 are two people uh in smearinsburg in it right in the center of the park the tree is right is right behind them as as uh as a young man talks to another young man and the young man reveals that yeah, I had to lie about who I was. I didn't mean to, but then I got caught in the lie, and then I started to fall for you. And then the other man is like, <laughs> why did you lie to me? I don't know if I can trust you. Well, believe in magic. Believe in Christmas. It's a time for telling the truth. And then they start to hug and embrace and kiss. <laughs> and this sleigh is just hurtling <laughs> straight towards them. Of course. And Bud just stands up on the edge of our sleigh. And just like takes off his jacket and tosses it to the side and says, I'll be, oh boy, this is a bad idea. And just like belly flops and <laughs> hurls himself off to just like try to like land into the other sleigh. Oh, that's very good. I'm going to call that Jolly Mancy. I think it is Jolly Mancy. Do your natural gifts aid you? I'm going to say that Bud's enormous polar bear body yep is is a natural gift that's aiding him oh yeah for sure you're gonna you're gonna make a hell of a belly flop yeah are you a trained jolly mancer no and is this gonna spread holiday cheer probably not all right like hmm. may it's protecting some maybe i might argue for yes because you're about to you might destroy this evil this evil uh vice president Okay, okay. I'll accept I'll accept the yes just so that I roll at something other than a plus 1 at some point this game. Sorry, you might defeat the cheer enforcement officer. Oh, the bosses they the bosses so they CEO. Good. So good. That's less good though. That is a 4 plus 2. That's a 6. Okay. Um, First miss of the game. Uh, you fail to solve the obstacle unless you choose to make a sacrifice. Who? Okay. So, my goal is mostly to stop the sleigh mm-hmm. from hitting the ground. Yeah. Like, from hitting the tree and, like, destroying this poor couple and everything like that. Um, and I, I'm going to make a sacrifice. Okay. Uh, let me know if you don't like this. Or if you have a better, if you have a better idea, like All hit right. me yeah, right yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bud grabs onto the wheel, and uh, like the steering wheel, and just like puts his feet against the sleigh and tries to wrestle it from the hands of the CEO, mm-hmm. and just rips the steering wheel off, which like sends the the sleigh like kicking upward mm-hmm. to save it, but Bud like because it pulls out he has just like the force dragging him back and he's gonna fall right out of that sleigh oh yeah 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 and just like probably just like 
let's keep things hallmarky for the people uh, on the I ground. I think you fall into the ocean. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and so it just like falls through the sky and just poosh and like a huge wave coming up. Um, and I am going to, um, yeah, so Rudolph is fighting you and I, uh, Rudolph is fighting me and I, I know what I'm going to do. First off, I want to make a move because you attacked the CEO. Um, okay. the, 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 because we're going up, like we are now surrounded in clouds. Like, so the people to, to the, to the eyes of the people, the sleigh is just gone. And like okay. all they saw was this, the, and like, this is a real low moment. Christmas cheer is low. And Santa Claus has of course started to fade away because people are losing, are losing hope in Christmas. Oh no, he's turning back into Tim <laughs> Allen. Um, so I think, uh, what I'm going to do and this, uh, you can decide whether this is Holly Tech or Jolly Mancy. Um, I, I stopped fighting the, I stopped fighting the reindeer. I grabbed the reins and I'm like, Rudolph with your nose so bright, won't you guide this sleigh tonight? And I, I grab it. I grab Rudolph's like harness and I'm going to pull it up and we're going to iron man this thing and just go so high into the, into the, and we're going to freeze this thing out. Amazing. And like the entire time Rudolph is just like, and like making like weird like horrific noises. Un- unhand him. Unhand my direct report. <laughs> that needs to go through Blitzen if you've got a problem. Uh, nice. I I think that's Jolly Mancy. Okay. Because it's flying. It's it's flying as a magical reindeer. Uh, I think this is another plus two. Yeah, do your I natural natural gifts, gifts, my natural aid, gifts aid me, and I am a trained jolly mancer. Yeah, I don't I think, think this was holiday two. cheer. I think, unfortunately, not. That's a that's a five. That's an eight. That's a ten. Nice. Um. um so we just get the sleigh just going straight up into the air, and uh, the skeletons start to freeze and shatter. And I, I, if I can make this big, if I may, yeah, because I have one big ten last plus. thing that I think Bud might be able to save. Okay. I think, um, and because I also there's a move. This is going to be me making a move and setting you up for for one last move, as I think <laughs> like this destroys the CEO. Perfect. Uh, we go high. We keep we keep climbing and climbing, and they're freezing, and the CEO's freezing, and like finally like shatters into little bits of ice, and I'm freezing. I've got you know icicles and snow, and I'm just running, and I'm I'm running, and I'm running, and like everything's cracking and. A Santa Claus is holding on and suddenly, no, the presents and the bag is now falling, perfectly sealed, but falling, falling, yeah. falling through the stratosphere towards the earth, towards, towards this small town. I don't think there's anything I can do to stop it. I'm too high up. Uh, and so Bud at this point, I think has like crawled out of the water. Mm hmm onto the like onto like the dock and like he's got uh he's like dripping wet he's got his his weird christmas shorts and his tie and he kind of like t- takes off the shorts and tosses them to the side because he's a polar bear um and just is like walking kind of like looking up at this looking up trying to find where the sleighs are and is just seeing nothing at first um and the hallmark couple the the hallmark couple like turns and sees him and goes like, is that, is that a polar bear? It looks a lot like a polar bear. Is he wearing, 
Is he wearing a Christmas bow tie? A, is he wearing a bow tie? That's adorable. A, that's so cute. That's so like, cute. Like us. I'm sorry we fought. And they embrace. Uh, and then, like, we start to see the presents falling. And Bud, Bud at this point, has, like, taken off his gear. But, uh, polar bears from the North Pole, uh, like the, uh, like many other polar bears, have some cybernetic implants as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, they they don't use it often because it does turn them into terrifying robotic cyborg creatures. The the Hallmark couple is like, that bear is so cool. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Cause, uh, Bud just like reaches up and just like. Uh, hits his fists against his shoulders and just like huge golden metal plates flick out from his uh, from his back and like build into this like robotic exosuit around him that also obviously looks like a polar bear, but it's kind of like a nutcracker polar bear. Like it has like the, the thing on the back of it um, and it's it has like a, a stately hat and things like that. And he just lets out this bellowing roar and hurls himself forward to with like hands up. And so like, normally he's been like nine feet tall when he's like standing. Mm-hmm. But now he's like, you know, he's like 14, 15 yeah. feet tall. And he just runs towards the couple with it and like slides down onto one knee and lifts his hands up to try to catch the gifts before they crush them. Let's do this. Let's do it. Uh, is this handled I, by your department? No. Are you a job? Are you a Holly technician? Yes. Are does this follow Christmas spirit protocols? Yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. When, when the presents are in danger and when all, when then it's, people it's, are in danger, you activate beast mode. That's what happens. Yeah. You unwrap this present. Oh my God. No. I just rolled a three, which brings me to a grand total of five. Okay, so this is perfect. I would love to. I think. I think this is perfect, and I think I have our. I, I have our closing note. <laughs> if I may, go ahead. Christmas is ruined. Everyone loses. Good night. Christmas is. <laughs> um. So what happens is, like, you get up and you you push your gear past your limits. You're sparking and you're crackling. And you grab the presents and you save them just in time and then you collapse. And like I come down and the sleigh crashes into a million pieces and is just ruined. And we have the presents, but like the sleigh is gone. The CEO is destroyed, but the sleigh is ruined. We have like this is a real hopeless moment. The Hallmark couple is alive. They're just like under bear. Yeah, they're uh, and I, I like. They're just, we're just sitting around. There's a moment where we're just sitting around and we're like, and Bud is still in like the huge armor, but it's like definitely not working the way it should. So he's kind of like just like hunched over in it. So that's it. We we lose. Can't save Christmas. I think I'm going to get fired too. (laughs) Oh, 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 there will be no firing today, fellas. Oh, good. And uh, Santa, Santa looks around. And he's like, well, you know, the sleigh is nice. The sleigh is awful, awful pretty. But the uh, truth is, 
I kind of think maybe I'd gotten a little spoiled in my old age. You see, I used to, I've run at this for a long time, and it used to be that I delivered these gifts by hand. I would walk from village to village, handing out gifts to the people that needed them, and, well, it might take a while. It might take a whole 13 days. But I'm gonna, nice. but I'm gonna make it happen, and as that happens, uh, we hear jingle bells. And who should pull up with a brand new flight-ready sleigh? But Grizzles and an entire fleet of nice. other elves. And Grizzles looks over at over at Bud and over at Fixer and is like, I told you, I had your back for old time's sake. Santa, load it up. We head out in five. And like Santa just like grabs the the sack of toys that just completely obliterated Bud's mechanized bear suit. Just throws it over the shoulder. <laughs> like it's nothing. Uh, tosses it up in the sleigh and uh, and hops in and goes are you heading uh, I start doing bud voice <laughs> you two gonna come with me on the ride or heading back home and I look over at bud and I look over at grizzles and I look at the big man well boss I got a holiday party I gotta catch Merry Christmas boys Merry Christmas, boss. Merry Christmas, boss. And hey, happy boss's day, too. Yeah, apparently that's a thing. I guess. Who'd have thunk it? I don't know why. <laughs> and the, I think the last shot of the movie just shows uh, Santa, like, flying off and uh, Bud and Fixer just, like, walking through the snow. <laughs> Uh, just like casually chatting on their way back up towards the North Pole. That's that. Yep. It, it's it's us and Grizzles and like two, uh, like two, or no, Grizzles and the elves went with Santa and we're just, yeah, we're just walking back. You ever, you ever, you ever see the end credits to Mega Man where it's just like the solemn shot of Mega Man walking? <laughs> That's the ending of the movie. <laughs> Perfection. And we get back and there's a holiday party and I hold open the door and I'm like, I believe someone's got a pie-eating contest to win. Oh. And I think my buddy's gonna share the winning eggnog with me afterwards. Hell. And he, like, puts an arm around Fixer's neck and we walk inside. Walks in. And that's game. And that's game. Oh, Brandon, thank you so much. That was the best. Thank you so much, Jeff. That was delightful. I had oh, such a good time. I, I love these episodes so, so much. Me too. I love that we just fully go completely into it. It's it's the best. It is the absolute yeah. best experience. Uh, before we wrap up, Brandon, where can people find you and your work online? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at BLeonGambetta. Uh, I have a website as well, BrandonLeonGambetta.com. If you liked hearing me in actual play, then uh, check out Protean City Comics, which is sold wherever your podcasts are found, including this one. Uh, we've got a big old backlog at this point, but we're also starting to make like specific playlists that you can use on Spotify that lets you like get a little taste of what the show is like without going too deeply into it. It's great. They, I I mean, I, I've raved about how much I love Protean City before. I will do it again and I will. You cannot stop me. No one can stop me. Let them try. Let them try. And uh, just to call this out real quick. Jeff is going to be on a, another issue of Protean City Comics uh, quite soon. I am. That 
unless I'm wrong about scheduling, that'll be dropping sometime in January. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Brandon, thanks so much for doing the show. This is always the best. This is one of my favorite moments of the year. Me too. And for now, we'll move it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Hey, Jeff. Quick thing first. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, buddy. So happy to play with you. I'm so happy. This is the best. Take it, future me. Thanks, past me. And thanks again to Brandon for coming on to the show. That game was... I was looking forward to that game all year, and it did not disappoint. It was just an absolute delight from top to bottom. Be sure to head to the show notes for uh, to pick up your own copy of Holly Tech and Jolly Mancy, and be sure to follow all of Brandon's work, and follow Brandon on Twitter at BLeonGimbetta. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod, like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash partyofonediscord. Head to our merch store at bit.ly slash partyofonemerch. And support the show financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer and ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer. The other way to support the show is by listening to the other non-eggnog podcast that I produce, All My Fantasy Children, which is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast on the One Shot Podcast Network, where every week... My best friend, Darren Catano Saez, and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop weekly-ish at oneshotpodcast.com. Party of One is, as always, produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. Music for this episode comes from the song Christmas Rap by Kevin McLeod. And the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming onto the show as guest, press coverage of the show, or you just want to share with me your holiday recipes, which, by the way, I put into almost every episode and no one takes me up on, so send me your holiday recipes so I can know what you're making during the holiday season, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for me. So until next time, thank you for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always... Happy holidays, everybody. And though it did seem that our Christmas survived, our heroes triumphant and Santa alive, it seems something trembles now beneath the waves, a voice without body from beyond the grave. You may think me defeated, may think that you're fine, but soon your holiday cheer will be mine. A good manager knows all about delegation. My death is no more than a paid vacation. With my PTO spent, I'll be back next year to fill your Mondays through Fridays with fear. A skeleton hand lifted up from the sea and called on his skeleton horses to flee. On zeitgeist, on synergy, on markets, on methodology, on assets, on trajectory, on downsize, on strategy. And with the haunted rattle of Jacob Marley's chains, he flew off in the night with a cackling refrain. So workers stay ready to fight for your rights. Happy Bosses Day to all, and to all a good night.